Hi, welcome to I Speak Astrology. I am your host and chief encouragement officer, Barbara. On this show, I read birth charts and you learn about your own chart and astrology through the readings. I love exploring birth charts and helping people identify their strengths that support them in living their best lives. Maybe you'll be a guest on the next episode. Please visit speakastrology.me to sign up. Now let's jump into this week's episode. Hi everyone, welcome to I Speak Astrology. Today we have a guest, her name is Gwen. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Barbara. Please start us off with your big three. So I am a Gemini sun, a Leo rising and a Virgo moon. Amazing. Geminis have always fascinated me. Um, I just feel like you guys are so brilliant. Um, We are. We are. (laughs) It's the opposite sign of Sagittarius. Gemini is a very adaptable sign, very go with the flow kind of energy. Um, Our sun sign is an important part of our birth charts. Everyone usually knows their sun sign. Um, And with yours being Gemini, that speaks to your ego. The sun is representative of the identity, what it is that you want the world to know you as, and what you want to really put out on display for people to see and know about you. And with Gemini, I feel like it would totally be about how much you knew about so many things. You guys are the ultimate sign of curiosity. You're an 11th house son, by the way. The 11th house, everyone is the house where we find our networks, friendships. It's the house of our hopes and dreams. It's, it's the house of popularity, really. Um, to have a son in the 11th house would make you someone who's extremely popular or well-known amongst your community or in school. Was that something that happened at school for you? Were you extremely popular in school? Well, it it was definitely times of not being popular and then times of being popular. I think everyone, as they go through high school, you know, you're, you start out as the new kid. And, but, but for me, I know that I, I was part of a lot of different groups. Like I was never in one click. I had my close friends, but I was kind of able to float around to different groups and, and I did get to know a lot of different people. So that does resonate for sure. Yeah. Would you say that what you would want the world to know about you the most when we're all like long and gone, like as a Gemini son, what is it that you want the world to remember you as? I'm just curious. I'd say definitely someone who is creative, someone who makes others feel comfortable and empowered. Like I want to just be able to help everyone I can kind of find their own voice and courage and creativity like that is important to me like when I see a friend that's like struggling or stuck in a rut like that becomes my problem too so that's very important to me I feel like that speaks to your moon sign which is squaring your sun so squares in astrology are fights so 
the energy between your ego or your identity is fighting with your emotional nature. The moon is our emotions. The moon also represents our maternal figure. Um, you are a Virgo moon. It's the sign of the helper. Virgos are extremely empathetic, um, extremely helpful and um, giving. They're of service. They just want to fix things and make the world a better place. Um, I feel like what you've just mentioned speaks a lot to your moon. Um, and your moon sign is in the second house. Um, the second house is also an earthy house. It's all about the five senses. You probably are someone who is very sensual. So like food and music and just like good vibes in your atmosphere is like extremely important to you. Would you mm -hmm. agree? Yeah, my space is very important. Like if my home is cluttered or I, or things are a mess, like I feel that in my kind of energy. And then also I've really connected with like nature and when I'm outside is when I feel the most at ease when I'm in the in the woods or, you know, like around trees and grass and, and fresh air. That is something where I really feel connected uh, to my kind of like spiritual side, if you can say that. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And I love food. Yeah. So with the with the square of your your sun, which is your identity and your moon, they're in two different elements. Right. The sun, your ego is in an air sign. Air sign is all mental. It's about thinking and communicating. And then Earth is all about the material abundance of this world and just being aware of your surroundings. It's about what you have, your possessions. It's in your second house too of possessions, of self-worth. So with that square, the energy of your moon, I think is far more on display than your sun in Gemini. I definitely feel almost like that conflict within like the air and the earth within, mm -hmm. because I feel like my emotion, my emotional side is more comfortable when I'm more grounded and stable. But then what I really want to do and like my first instinct is always to be more like the air sign and more outgoing and adventurous and fun, kind of like traveling and doing all that stuff. But I have noticed that I feel more myself and more at ease and more comfortable when I'm more stable. Yeah. Um, and then if we look at your rising sign, which is Leo, um, Leo is very performative. It's very dramatic. It's bold. It's creative. It's, it's a lot of fun. Leo energy is the element of fire. So you have air, earth, and fire, your big three. So, the rising Earth, is wind and fire. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you could say that. Um, you are very fiery when you initiate things, or at least when you start things. When you initiate a project, because the rising is, it speaks very much to how we start things. So hopefully everyone listening knows their rising sign and what element it's in. Um, if it's in a fire element like Leo, you would be very fiery and you would ignite a flame and like go at it pretty bold with like a leo energy 
you would make an impact. And it also speaks to how you end something. So when you're like leaving, you know, a job or leaving a project, ending something, you know, people will notice that you're gone. Like you're going to do it with a bang or if not a bang, like it's just going to make an impact. Would you agree or how does that resonate for you? I think for sure the the thought of like starting something with kind of like jumping in fully 100%, that's totally me. Like I don't, I, I take sometimes a long time to decide if I want to start something, but then once I'm for sure that I want to do it, it's kind of like nothing else is going on. And that's the thing that I'm super focused on. And I make it my first priority all the time. Yeah. So also too, if we're talking about how you initiate and how you take action, um, we should look at your Mars sign. Mars is the planet of aggression, war. Um, it's, it's our motivation, it's our drive. It's what we use to you know, do anything, to get up out of bed, to pick up a pen, to get a glass of water. It's energy, our energy. And you have your Mars, the planet of Mars, in your sixth house. The sixth house is the house of our health, our daily routines. It is traditionally ruled by the sign of Virgo, which is all about health and um, maintaining a routine and structure, um, being organized. Um, It's how we're of service as well. The sixth house, you can find that in there. You have your Mars in the sixth house, potentially with Mars in that house, I want to say, and it's in the sign of Capricorn. Capricorn actually rules the knees. All these signs rule um, a body part in astrology. And Capricorn rules the knees, our, our body's framework. So like bones. I feel like this would tell me that you are someone who has struggled with some body aches through yeah, work. For sure. Through mm-hmm. work too, like accidents potentially at work, um, things that affect your body um, in, a, in a very Martian way. Like with Mars in the sixth house, you've been under attack or a fight or something physical happened at work, causing your body to react. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I'd say the between my knees and well one of my knees and my spine there has been probably over a decade of chronic pain that i've dealt with since high school and only recently have i actually been able to kind of overcome that um a lot of it had to do with a super long commute to work and being unhappy with what i was doing and not feeling like i was able to contribute in a way that was meaningful to me. So it was like, I wasn't being authentic to myself. I wasn't in the place that I needed to be yet. And just that go, 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 and not giving myself the chance to relax, to rest and being super hard on myself about, well, no, you've got to work, you know, like you got to go, you got to do this commute, even though you don't feel like it. Um, back when I wasn't being authentic and, and giving myself that self-love and that self-care, 
it was manifesting in physical pain, mostly like back pain. Um, I've gone to all kinds of doctors. I've had all kinds of diagnoses and things. Was close to getting surgery until I said, let me look into the mental aspect of this and finding somatic tracking, somatic therapy, and kind of the, the link between your mind and your physical pain. So you know, you couldn't throw your back out and then have a memory of the certain spot where it hurts and that muscle memory will repeat itself every time you're stressed or whatever. And it's just like a pattern that keeps going. So um, kind of convincing myself that I am okay. <laughs> that was, you know, something that's taken me a while for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, we'll talk a bit more about Mars. Mars is, um, again, it's how, you know, we take action and you have Mars in Capricorn, which is the exalted placement just means that it, that is the best place or the best sign that the planet Mars could be in. So it's in the sign of Capricorn. Capricorn energy is earth energy. It's a very hardworking sign and it's very much, about getting the work done, no BS. It's a very strong placement to have or a very strong sign within the Zodiac. Like the rest of the Zodiac is lovely, but Capricorn is kind of a big deal. And it's where you have your energy. It's where you, you know, um, have Mars. And with, with that, like it makes you somebody who like, could potentially be a workaholic. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like with, with Mars and Capricorn, I love this placement because I just feel like it's just amazing to watch people with Mars and Capricorn get stuff done. You guys are very efficient and just like resourceful and just amazing to watch work. But I feel like ultimately Mars and Capricorn energy in general is hard on themselves a lot. They are the sign of responsibility and you must feel this immense pressure and uh, just need to be responsible every single day. You need structure. I don't know if you have like a strong routine. I've seen family members have such a schedule and get caught in that rut. And it kind of makes me feel a little bit like... I run away from having a routine. Um, and so I, I really like the variety. Um, I, I guess that's my Gemini coming out. Like I love to have an unexpected day with surprises and different things going on. But yeah, for I definitely would say very hard on myself. And my, my, my body is like a barometer for when I'm being too hard on myself, when I'm pushing myself too far, my body will say, hold on something's going on, you need to relax and maybe nurture yourself instead of nurturing everyone else. Yeah, we should look to where the planet Saturn is in your chart because Saturn rules Capricorn. And if I'm looking at your chart, Saturn is in your fourth house and it's in Sagittarius. Sagittarius actually rules the hips and like the back lower back at least like the hip area um I don't know do you have pain there as well yeah that's my that's usually the spot it's like my back my hip kind of area mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So Saturn in the fourth house also speaks to kind of your home environment, um, especially like where you grew up. Was there a lot of structure growing up? Was there a lot of, of you know, needing to be responsible in the house and um, chores? Was that something? Uh, it was maybe not so much chores, but it was definitely having to be the grown up for a lot of the people in the house as a kid. Um, you know, just having to deal with things that were probably not, not appropriate for a kid to have to deal with. Um, yeah, it, it was a, a very volatile environment for sure. Yeah. And I should say your fourth house starts in Scorpio. Scorpio is a very intense sign. Um, you happen to have Saturn in the fourth house, but it's in the sign of Sagittarius. So with Scorpio starting your fourth house, your home life was kind of a, it was, it was filled with mysteries. There was a lot of mysteries and um, potentially some secrets, but yeah, like as a child having to be responsible and take care of things in that way, that could potentially speak to also how it manifests in your body um, growing up. Oh, yeah. I'd say my pain started in high school, but um, definitely the home I grew up in was very much like, it reminds me of some of the Scorpios I've known, you know, no offense to them, but <laughs> but the, the Scorpios I've known, you know, they're wonderful and sweet and kind. And then if you cross them or do something they don't like, they they strike and so my home life as a kid was like that it was very much like everything's going great and then all of a sudden terrible for like a couple weeks or whatever and then back to kind so it was like very back and forth you know I feel so bad for Scorpio energy I just I know like <laughs> they get such a bad rap um but you know as a Gemini I feel like it's okay because my <laughs> sign also gets a lot of the oh you're two-faced and that's not always the case (laughs) (laughs) let's talk about that um as a gemini so that's offensive to you huh it is you don't feel like there's two sides to you my my two sides more has to do with my introvert and extrovert where i fall on that that chart um because some days i am super social and want to talk to everybody and and get everybody together and then other days i really just want to be left alone and I need that time to recharge. Um, but the word two-faced is just, it has such a bad connotation. I'm sure it's exactly how Scorpios feel when you say, oh no, not a Scorpio. But when I hear Geminis are two-faced, I don't really think that's the case. You know, I very much like to be able to empathize and sympathize with the people in my life and even when I'm having an argument with someone, I can still see their point of view. And it's, it's tough, you know, (laughs) it's like, I want to be right, but also like, I kind of get where you're coming from. (laughs) Yeah. I get. That's not bad. (laughs) (laughs) No, I get it. I totally get it. I mean, I guess, I guess to, to speak to um, the fact that, you know, we're talking about Scorpio a little bit, honestly, we have every single Zodiac sign in our birth chart. So for everyone listening, like, there's every single sign in your chart. So there's an area in your life where you're you're very much in Scorpio mode or you're very much in Gemini mode. So 
honestly, it this just goes to show that everyone should really try to have some empathy and, um, you know, really try to understand the rest of the Zodiac and not, um, you know, dismiss anyone for their sign or, you know, look for it in your chart and find out, you know, how the energy of that sign has played a role in your life and what area the houses are the areas of our lives. And for you, it's the fourth house. It's your home. It's your mother. The fourth house is the home. It's the mother. So that's the area that that energy has really played out the most. And in the area of your life that your ego or your identity plays out the most is the 11th house of your hopes and dreams and your networks. So all of your friends know you as someone who has a very extensive well of knowledge on many different topics. I am a researcher. I like to be informed of things. And I, especially during pandemic and the last election, I'm very much on this kick of like, I want to find out for myself and I want to make sure that the source of information is correct and accurate um, because there's just so much misinformation out there. So it is, it is a little pet peeve of mine when people are either on social media resharing stuff that is false or people are saying things to be true that are just like things they've heard. So yeah, I do definitely like to be informed. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for tuning in and listening to Gwen's interview, reading her birth chart with us. Hopefully you guys join us next week. Where are these planets in your chart? What moon sign, what Mars sign, what Venus sign do you have? And what's your sun? What is your identity? Please hit me up and let me know. Please check out www.speakastrology.me. Sign up, be my guest. We'll talk about your chart. We'll go through some things and identify your strengths, your weaknesses. Looking forward to seeing you here next week. Bye.